Welcome to Fulfilled Living Podcast. I am your host, Kathy, and I launched this platform to teach you personal development and life skills that school never taught you in order to easily navigate through this thing called life and live it fully. Let's dive in further into this fulfilled episode. Hello, what's up, everyone? Welcome to this podcast episode. I am so glad that you tune in. I am sure that one of the reasons you tune into this podcast is the title got you. Okay, I know the title got you, girl. I know that my opinion, my view in this episode will most likely not sit well with many, many ladies out there. But this is my view. This is my opinion. This is how I am living my life today. I wish that this was voiced to me loud and clear, like clister, clister, crystal, ah, crystal clear, okay? Not just like told to me, this is, hey, this is what you need to do or should do, but like explain to me in real life examples why. So I am here to give you that what I did not have years ago. Who knows? It could have saved my previous relationship. Or I cringe saying that. But listen, it could have saved my previous relationship. And if, you know, sometimes I think maybe there was no saving at all. But either or, my new relationship, my first year living with my partner was the most difficult year I feel like to date. I mean, we've had a lot of up and downs, but the first year of us, living together was one of the most challenging years of my life with him um and I guess with I guess me in general it was really hard year it was a wake-up call year as I call it now a couple of years later um and I invested a lot of time energy I put in a lot of effort in learning what I am learning now still and what I already know by investing time, energy, and money into becoming and changing my thought process from the way I was, aka mom, to my significant other right now, to actually being one, a best friend, and number two, being a girlfriend. So best friend and girlfriend. That is my job for this man. My job is not to be his mom, replace his mom, be better than his mom, or be in any type of competition with his mom. I am put in his life to A, make his life better, and B, to have a companion. That's it. And I took on this role of a mom, okay? I was attached to this man to a point where I can't even put it into words. I'm going to give you examples. Cook for him. Pay attention what he wears, what he brushes his teeth or not. Um, Did he eat enough? Did he dress? Is his clothes clean? What is he doing with his life? How is he managing his finances? Like I did that and so much more, you guys. And on top of that, I was somehow taking care of myself, you know, very minimal, very like little because I was so consumed by bettering his life instead of living my life, modeling while I'm bettering my life and let him see it. 
there was just so much time that I have spent, and I'm telling you, a whole year, maybe year and a couple of months of just pushing him to be better, trying to better his life, forcing him to improve in ways I felt he needs to improve. And there's some areas, of course, yeah, he could improve and should have improved, but there's some ways that he's perfect the way he is, but I was still trying to make him even better. Like, I literally took on a project. By nature, I'm the type of person that I like to take on projects and accomplish things and get things done. But having my man be my project, literally not learn a lesson from my previous relationship. My previous relationship was, what is it, 12 years of our relationship was project, project, project. And I'm, you know, sitting today glad that that relationship is no longer active. I am truly thankful that my life took such a drastic turn the way it happened and I do have a whole podcast on my breakup story if you want to go back to previous episodes you'll be able to find it and listen my whole breakup story saga and tips and hacks and things that I suggest you do but anyway so going back to not being your significant other's mama okay they don't need a mama okay they need a best friend they need a girlfriend, a fiance, a wife. Think about what you're doing now to your significant other, for your significant other, that is motherly life. Now, okay, hold on one second. Let me make something clear. You could still cook. You could still give him advice. You could still, you know, do quote-unquote motherly things, but you don't pressure, okay? You do it because you want to do it, because you want to, you know, express your love. But not every single day. That man is a grown man, okay? He's able to take care of himself. He's able to cook for himself. He's able to do his laundry. Everything that you're doing for him, I want to make sure that you hear this girl, okay? He's able to do it himself perfectly on his own. The more you do, the more you become as a mom, and the more you do as a mom, that's all he's going to view you at. You don't need that. And you could apply it vice versa as well well you don't need a man to be your father many girls out there they're replacing their father with this man that they're dating and they're trying to change this man to become how they wish their father was stop that is not appealing that's not what going to hold your relationship that is this is what is going to cause y'all to break up you don't need a mama and you don't need a daddy If you never had one, like I never had a dad. I have a wonderful stepdad, but again, stepdad is different from biological father. And I appreciate my stepdad. But again, majority of my life, my stepdad wasn't there because my mom has not met him yet. Maybe things would have been different. But I was trying to, in my previous relationship and my relationship that I'm in now, there was history of me trying to replace my significant other as my dad and me also being a mom to him because one my mom yes my mom was there but my mom wasn't really present in my life because my mom had to make a living to support herself and me technically i grew up without really both parents truly mentally emotionally and somewhat physically there so not only i was trying to build my previous relationship and my relationship now and mold these dudes to what i wish my dad was 
or what kind of dad I wish I would have to also being this mama figure to these two dudes, these grown dudes. And you know when I hear, obviously now, but before I was very, um, I would say, envious in some, some type of way to a certain extent. I don't really envy, but I wish I would have that when girls would say oh me and my man we're like attached to the hip we like do everything together I used to envy that now I cringe hearing that because in my mind I picture both of you literally like sewed in together do everything together from anywhere from waking up drinking coffee you know taking a walk working out taking a shit taking a shower like together that to me right now after this realization that i've had a little over a year ago i cringe at that not like in a disgusting way but i cringe because that used to be my desire my desire used to be and was the main focus yeah getting my you know my education my getting uh my career set and you know moving out living alone yeah i was attacking my goals but there was so much harder to focus and achieve because all I wanted was to for my partners to be successful as well. And now my success and what I focus on solely is me. Me, me, me. You might think right now, oh girl, that sounds selfish. Hell yeah, and I don't care, okay? My emotional well-being, my physical well-being, my spiritual well-being is so much more important than trying to raise a man, okay? I don't have children. So I'm not supposed to take on this role on, on raising a growing adult. When you have children, obviously, you put in effort in raising them and telling them what's right right and wrong and you do you are a mother or a father of course to children that do not know granted everybody will raise a different way and you know when you come together with a partner that partner might lack something you may lack something and you teach each other but now not in a way that you're mothering them mothering to a point you're suffocating i'm gonna be very transparent for you with you guys up until about a year and a half ago we were at a point where we're like we need to go a separate ways because I was not getting it. I was not getting what I'm doing. And now I am so much different. Still, I have a, you know, a lot, a lot more to learn. And I catch myself a lot of time in, in, in mothering my significant other. You know, when he says something, I automatically is like, oh, well, I think you should do this. And then I'm like, hold on a second. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on, Dave. I just mothered you. Please disregard what I just said and make your own decision. Because it took years of me learning and seeing and being controlled by my parents i am relearning this behavior of mothering people around it's not just my significant other he gets it the most because we're i mean live together you know so he gets it the most but my friends used to get it my colleagues used to get it and i'm like why am i doing this to these people why am i damaging these relationships because i want these people to have 
have a better life but how do i know that what i'm telling them to do or getting frustrated that they're not doing is actually going to work for them because everybody's different just because something works for me doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for somebody else and these people have to be respected by me. i wouldn't want anyone to tell me what to do yeah obviously granted i need suggestions and i th- you know I, I i thrive off suggestions and i seek suggestions and constructive criticism and, and you know i love pe- for people to share ideas but at the end of the day ain't nobody gonna make me do nothing if i don't want to do it if i don't want to do something i don't care until you blew in the face you're telling me to do it that is gonna work up until it, it gets registered in my head I ain't doing nothing. So how do I expect other people to do what I say when I won't do it myself? Well, I am sitting here today, completely different mindset individual and forever learning still. If you are in a position where you feel like your relationship is holding on to its threat, reevaluate it, see what is happening. Everything that is happening to you around you, you know who causes it? You, not nobody else. Whatever is happening in your life, you are the cause of it. Your thought attracted it. Your actions attracted it and made it happen. Nobody else. Stop with the blaming game. Stop blaming other people for your unhappiness, your soreness, or where you are, where you could have been. Start acting. Put in action. Make a plan. Invest in yourself. Invest by listening to podcasts, watching motivational videos on YouTube, reading books listening to books however you could get the information get the information invest in yourself if you have to pay pay it you're not gonna waste money or time you're gonna invest the time and money into yourself into your relationship the moment i stop being a mother to my significant other i have noticed significant change in our relationship of course we bicker of course we i get loud because i'm the loudest one in the relationship okay like yeah we we disagree on things we obviously we're two different people but we disagree to to agree or disagree and leave it alone he never ever ever fathered me or mothered me well he can't really mother me but father me why am I doing this to him? Why am I making this dude suffer? If he wants to live his life and he does not want to change, that is on him. Then I, okay, me, I will make a decision for myself to leave this man if time comes to that point. But you can't make anybody do anything they don't want to do because you are not going to do anything somebody else wants you to do. And if you do do it, you're going to be miserable and unhappy because that is not your decision. You did not come up to that decision yourself. Somebody else made you or something else made you. I want you really to sit down with yourself and think about what is that you are causing not your relation not your significant other not nobody else around you what is that you're doing are you in a relationship mothering your significant other are you in a relationship fathering your significant other are you in a relationship pleasing other people or your your significant other and this applies to kids y'all what i'm learning right now what what i've learned so far and will continue learning i just want to emphasize that because it was forever will be evolving when y'all have kids if you don't have kids and I will do the same thing with them. Yes, of course, to a certain degree, to a certain point, I will tell them what to do. But once they're able to make their own decisions, it is vital for them to make their own decisions. Because for the longest time, okay, not even childhood, it was teenagehood. And up until I left my home environment, 
at 24, I was told what to do. I was not allowed to really make my decisions, okay? I was allowed to make like certain decisions, but not solid life decisions that critical. So do you know how hard it is for me to make decisions now? And I bet if you ask someone that had parents around them the way they grew up is that they were allowed to make decisions, they will tell you, oh, decision making process pretty easy for me. Of course, it also depends on the person's personality, zodiac sign, you know, I'm Pisces, I have double of the the sign in me. So it's like, even harder for me to make decisions. If you believe in astrology, I believe it to some certain extent. But it's really hard for me to make decisions and my parents did not make it any easier for me. So anything that I do in my life is extremely difficult for me when it comes to decision making. You guys can't even start to understand how long it took me to make a decision to move out of Brooklyn and move here to Westchester with my significant other. We have life decisions now that is taking so long for me to make a decision and like pull a trigger. I'm learning just to make a decision. Make a decision and make it happen. I am learning y'all and it's, it's hard but I just I, I, I have to do it. I have to relearn this behavior. I have to relearn what was taught to me growing up because making taking so long to make decisions in life is literally wasting my precious life. Before you know it, I'm gonna be sitting here 35. Before you know I'm gonna be sitting here 40, 45, 50, 60. I'm already 30 years old and there were so many things I could have and should have already established and achieved and and been a, a bit more farther ahead. But because of this issue with you know, waiting and evaluating and reevaluating and, and, and I don't know what the hell sometimes I think about, but like prolonging things because I am so afraid, okay, that fear is so paralyzed. I am afraid to make decisions. But when I tell you lately, I've just been pulling triggers, pulling triggers, and pulling triggers, I've been pulling triggers, y'all. Like, that's it, that's it. I thought about it, I asked my significant other for his opinion. You know, I gave myself approximate time and no more than that. If I don't do it, if I don't make a decision by that cutoff time, then it ain't happening. And if I want it bad enough, I will make it happen. That decision will be made before that cutoff time. Very powerful podcast. This is like one of the podcasts that I've been so eager to make and, and, and put together because I feel so powerful about this because I had this awakening moment in my life and I wanted it to share with other people with other women in particular because all that stress that I took on myself and put my body and mind and soul through could have all been prevented if I allowed myself to learn about this and put an end to it. And again, it's not gonna be like, and that's it, I'm stopping, I'm doing it. No, like I said, I am still pulling myself back after I say something or I mother my significant other or somebody else and I'm like, okay, back off. And you know what? I haven't been getting frustrated with my significant other lately or other people around me. I just voice how I feel. I voice my opinion, my view. And you know what? I have no expectations. 
you do what you want to do you decide to do it you decide to do it you don't decide to do it, you don't decide to do it but remember if you don't end up changing your life and my life is going and and progressing and i'm achieving things and you're pulling me back oh honey i'm gonna cut that ribbon that you're holding on away from me and I'll be gone. And I voiced that to my significant other. I know what I want at this point in my life and I want partnership, I want a best friend and I want a boyfriend. I do not want a father and I don't want to be a mom. I only want my significant other to be a father to our children, child, children, single, plural, who knows, whatever God blesses us with. And I wanna be a mother, mother to my children to a certain extent. And then once they're able to make their own decisions, let them be free. Let them live life. Give them life and parenting that I wish I had. Give them freedom that I never had. Give them opportunity to become who they want to be and develop their own persona without pressure, without pushing, without telling them what to do. Literally, like, living their life through your eye and living the way you wish you lived when you were their age. Nah, no. I don't want to put that on my children. I don't want to put them through it. Heck no. Freedom is the only thing we have that we are able to control. I want them to develop their own persona however they choose to develop they choose to develop through talking to me as a mother and my partner as a father and get ideas from from us they want to get ideas from social media they want to get ideas from anywhere around their friends their peers whoever as long as it helps them shape who they are and be the greater self i am all about it and i will be there in the back cheering supporting and the moment they're falling off i will let them fall off but remember i will be at the bottom to catch them and if they need to hit the rock bottom oh best believe they'll hit the rock bottom to to realize because a lot of us need to really hit rock bottom some people need to hit you know fall down and and land on a cushion to realize and some people hard-headed people nothing wrong with them just personality that's how they are. We gotta accept people how they are. They really need to hit rock bottom. And best believe, my child, if it need be, will hit rock bottom. But guess what? If they ask for help after that rock bottom fall or cushion fall, I will lend them my hand and pull them up so they could get on their own two feet. Girl, let your man do him. And girl, do you. Because I know when you occupy your time by focusing on your man or focusing on other people, you ain't got no time for yourself. All you have at the end of the day is you. Because that man, that friend, that child could decide that they want to leave you or unfortunate thing could happen that they're just gone. Sadly, people decide to leave. People have accidents and unforeseen things do happen. So at the end of the day, you only got yourself. Don't depend your happiness upon somebody else. Don't allow other people to decide when you're happy when you're not. Take time to be with yourself. Grow yourself, mature yourself. Be the best version of yourself. And let me tell you something. That best version of yourself rubs off on people around you. And the right people will stick with you and will watch and adapt 
how you are and become the best versions of themselves. You don't have to control that. And the people who are not and who can't get it rubbed off them, who decide to leave, it's their loss. Those people don't belong in your life, period. I don't care how much you love them. I don't care how much you care for them. I don't care what you've seen, you know, the future would be with these people if they become the way you want it to become. For them to become, I'm sorry. That is not their vision. Your vision is yours for you. And their vision for themselves is their vision. If they choose to be where they are, how they are, and that doesn't rock your boat, then you need to make a decision on closing that door, closing that chapter, ending it, period. Putting a period and never returning back. It will hurt. It will stink like a mother. But let me tell you, the future is brighter than where you are allowing yourself to be at. You don't need a man to make you happy. You don't need any kind of significant other to make you happy. There are an addition to your happiness. Like cherry on top of the ice cream. That ice cream sundae is just a cherry on top. You don't need it to enjoy that ice cream. Same thing. You don't need a man to make you happy. You need to make yourself happy. And the man that is your man that is at that time needs to be in your life will complement it. Will be an addition. It is a luxury, not a necessity. And if you treat your relationship with your man like a luxury, it will last you a very long long time but when you treat it as a necessity you are dependent on that person to make you happy and when that person doesn't make you happy you will stress you will be angry you will start to hate you will start acting out and guess what not only are you causing the other person stress Number one, you're causing the stress on yourself and life is too dang short for you to constantly be in a state of stress, state of panic, state of uncertainty. We already live in a world that is just everything is uncertain. You don't need to bring that in your home, in your relationship, in your sanctuary. Leave that for the world because we again can't control the world. We can only control how we react to things. We could control our thoughts. We could control our actions. And that is it. If your man wants to go out, let the dude go out. And you stay home. Relax. Listen to a podcast. Watch a YouTube video. Watch a movie. Write in your journal. Have your therapy sessions. Do a side hustle. Right now, I am recording this because I chose to stay home while my significant other went to help out his brother to fix his car. I could have said, hey, yeah, let's take a ride. You know, it's like a road trip. It's, It's an hour away from our house one way. You know, the weather is nice outside. I'll take my dog with me. But then I'm like, wait a minute. What am I gonna do while you're there? Um, yeah, you know what? We spend enough time together. Go do your thing. You love working on cars. I don't want to distract you in any way. Do your own thing. Help your brother out because you're a loving, caring person. And then when you come home, we could have dinner or lunch, depending on what time you're going to get home. We could watch a movie at the end of the day. We could have a fire. And look at me. What I did today while he was gone, I relaxed. I edited a vlog for my YouTube channel. 
I'm recording this podcast. I'm decluttering certain things, moving things around, tidying it up here and there. I'm going to get a workout in, watch some more YouTube videos, discovering new people on YouTube because the algorithm is just so messed up to a point where it takes me so much time to discover people that I, I can't even put into words. But I have time. I have time to do me, okay? Because when he comes home, he's going to want to put on his thing on television. He wants to going to talk to me about this car that he's been fixing and he's gonna express his excitement let the dude do his own thing listen if he's cheating if you're not my man okay okay, okay, not my man i'm not gonna put that out there in the universe ever ever again but if your man is cheating and your gut and your intuition is telling you i mean yeah obviously this won't apply to you but if your man is truly just doing his own thing like Especially nowadays when you're cramped up in a house because there's so limited where you could go because of everything that's going on. Let the man go. Let the man, you know, take his time and be on the phone. And you, leave the house if you could just go on a drive and just drive. Get a, pick up a dog if you, I mean, don't pick up a dog off the street. But like, if you get a, if you have a dog, put it in the car, hop in the car, just drive. Or take a longer walk by yourself without him. Let him be, girl, okay? Let your man be and you be with your own self, with your own thoughts. And when you come together, it's going to be a beautiful beautiful thing you're gonna have things to talk about your feelings will be different what you're gonna feel inside your heart is gonna burst because you didn't talk or see this person for some time today or even if you ended up you know separating maybe for like two days you are not meant to be together 24 7 attached to the hip oh you're not meant to be attached let it be especially if you live together y'all you're not meant to be attached detach you're not each other belonging. You're your own individuality. Okay? So be it. Let it flourish. Develop as individuals. And then when you come together, you come together. That is it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next episode. Bye!